Welcome to the On The Air podcast, a companion to On The Air magazine, a bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginner to intermediate ham radio licensees. I'm your host and the editor of On The Air magazine, Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY. Every month, the On The Air podcast extends material found in On The Air magazine to help you learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby has to offer. The On The Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM for the love of ham radio. Welcome to the February 2023 episode. This month, we're going to take a closer look at material from the January-February 2023 issue of On The Air. In that issue, we had an article that introduced the ARRL Volunteers on the Air operating event. And this is a year-long on-air event that's running throughout 2023. And with me today to tell us a little bit more about it are two of the architects of that event, ARRL Director of Operations, Bob Nauman, W5OV, and ARRL Radio Sport Manager, Bart Yonke, W9JJ. So here we are in the year of the volunteers. Um, ARL, as you know, has designated 2023 the year of the volunteers to shed light on the work of the hundreds of volunteers who make ARL and amateur radio what it is. Um, and so as part of the year of the volunteers, we have this VOTA event, um, Volunteers on the Air, a year-long operating event. What was the reason or inspiration for making a year-long operating event part of the Year of the Volunteers? What do we hope that the VOTA event will accomplish? Well, um, I know you recall back in the centennial celebration several years ago. 2014. We had a similar event. Yep. And it was uh, very, very well received. And there's been a lot of call to repeat that type of an activity. So um, this seemed an opportune time for us to, uh, to take advantage of that, you know, um, appreciation and put it in on the air. And um, uh, the, the volunteers uh, uh, are crazily active right now. Here we are at the beginning of February. Mm -hmm. and. Um, there's a, a great deal of activity on the air, um, people making contacts. We have uh, special activations um, of uh, W1AW uh, all around the 50 United States and in uh, many of the U.S. possessions uh, where W1AW may be active, say from Guam. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, But there's... Uh, uh, an opportunity for everybody to get on the air, uh, take advantage of cycle 25, mm -hmm. which is terrific right yep. now. And um, it's working out great. So uh, so you said it's an opportunity for everybody to get on the air. Um, I understand you don't, you don't have to be an ARL member to play. No, you don't. Um, you uh, need to contact people who are, however, mm -hmm. uh, that's the objective. And uh, of course, ARRL members are speaking with each other mm -hmm. continually. And uh, there are, uh, depending on what type of volunteer you are, uh, you may have an appointment uh, of some sort. Um, but the, just, if you're just an ARRL member, your contacts are worth one point okay. to those you make contact with. 
Uh, if you were a life member, you're five points. Um, and, uh, you know, there are other categories. Um, if you're a Diamond Club member, you're 25 points uh, and so forth. Um, but uh, all, all of this is automatically uh, added up. No one needs to send in a log sheet. Um, it, it's all automatically calculated through Logbook of the World. So I, I understand that you, in order to, to get your points for this event, I understand you do have to be using Logbook of the World. Is that right? Most of the uh, members uh, do. Yeah. You know, we have a, a huge portion of, of our membership that are already users of Logbook, mm -hmm. and those who are most active generally are. Mm -hmm. um, but if they're not, uh, it's, this is a good time to get involved in Logbook of the World, and there are um, some tutorials and guides on how to do that uh, on our webpage. And um, Bart has uh, written some of those, so um, I, I know they work. So what you're talking about is is specifically how to get yourself set up with Logbook of the World? Correct. Oh, great. So there there are tools for people to be able to do that that'll step them through it? Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. So um, going back to points, I know that there are some really exciting uh, point totals out there for, for people um, in certain places in the ARL field organization and things like that. So if, if I make a contact and I realize, oh my gosh, that's one of ARL's vice directors and they're worth 200 points. Mm -hmm. um, so all I have to do to make sure that I get credited for those 200 points is to upload the contact to Logbook. That's it. That's great. So it's no, no more uh, uh, of, of a uh, burden than it is to just upload your normal contacts. Okay. And uh, the scoring is going to be done automatically. Uh, through a system here, and um, at the end of the year, uh, we'll probably proclaim a uh, big winner uh, who made the most uh, points, and uh, uh, who knows who that's going to be. I mean, you know, uh, 12 months from now. So in terms of a big winner, um, what, what are the awards available in this event? So as we've shown on the website and as we've done in the past, um, certificates will be available for people to download directly from the website. So as activity begins to build, they can keep going back to the website, they can review their accomplishments, they can decide, okay, uh, this justifies me printing out a nice colorized certificate today. Uh, this might be six weeks from now, might be three months from now, could be just once at the end of the activity. Um, International Grid Chase was a great example where we had the certificates available. Uh, it was more at toward the end of the event, but nevertheless, people could keep going back and uh, selecting criteria that they wanted to demonstrate on a certificate, and then they chose to print a certificate. Um, so they will have that ability. It's free. It's right there available to them whenever they would want it. Uh, again, these are tools that will be implemented and made available and made public shortly uh, through, through media as well. Um, so that's one of the ways. Another way is they will be able to look at the leaderboard and actually see how they're doing. They can evaluate that based on just overall standings or by band or by mode or by state. Um, so they can see how they're doing in, in breaking it down 
in a way that's most important to them. Great. And uh, Bob, you mentioned, you know, the possibility of there being um, an overall winner or maybe a few types of, of overall winners sure. in various categories at mm -hmm. the end of this whole thing. Um, awards for uh, overall performance, would that also be downloadable certificates or is there likely to be something else for that? Um, we, we haven't mapped it all out yet. Yeah. It's kind of being developed on the fly. Um, but another one of the, the things that will be available is um, a Worked All States Award that will be automatic, again, through Logbook, um, for uh, people working the various uh, operations of W1AW in the 50 states. So um, there will be two um, separate weeks throughout the year uh, for each state to be on the air for a full week. So uh, the idea there is that, uh, you know, if uh, for some reason you're not able to make contact on one of the weeks, there's another week available that the uh, W1AW will be active again in that state. Um, we've had a, a couple of uh, activations, um, uh, Iowa, I think, or, um, Kansas, Kansas, and, somewhere uh, out there in the middle of the corn country. Sure. Yeah. But so, uh, the Midwestern. But yes. So there's been a couple of initial activations. So let's uh, let's back up that discussion of the W1AW portables a little bit because this is a really cool thing. Um, so usually, if you hear if if a ham hears W1AW on the air, um, it tends to be exciting. It tends to be a bit of an event all on its own. Mm -hmm. um, W1AW is, of course, ARL's Hiram Percy Maxim Memorial Station. And uh, in this event, W1AW is actually out there portable in all the U.S. states and in several of the U.S. territories. So what goes into making W1AW portable? This is a uh, quite a, a project, actually. And uh, Bart, as you can see, has... Uh, some paperwork in front of them here where we've been tallying up all of this. But um, we've, uh, we've worked in combination with the ARRL Board of Directors uh, and the section managers to solicit leadership individuals from their states to be coordinators. And what they do is find uh, people who would like an opportunity to operate as W1AW and uh, in some cases, this is by uh, collecting a large group of people who will operate, uh, you know, different bands from different locations, different modes from different locations. Um, and so there could be dozens of people participating from each state um, in making W1AW portable one through zero uh, active. And um, there, there's a, a great deal of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, activity. It's like a beehive of activity um, of, of the people who are participating in doing this. Um, because scheduling who's on the air, on what band, at what time, it's kind of a complicated thing to do. Um, but we've, we've got long lists of people who are out there working on it right now. And they hold it in high esteem. Yeah. The fact that they get to operate as WNAW is celebrated in a similar fashion to the few who actually do get 
a chance during their lifetimes to visit headquarters mm -hmm. and actually operate from the Hiram Percy Maxim station. In this case, they don't have to travel to New England to do that. They can actually make their state represented through using a W1AW identifier. And so it's something that's very exciting to them. Um, it's something that doesn't happen very often. Typically in, in non-event years, and again the Centennials is the example of uh, the largest of those events up to date, um, where we deployed W1AW amongst all of the states and some of the territories. The only other time that W1AW doesn't operate from here is during the IRU contest. So in July, uh, during the IRU contest, each year W1AW is activated and it's often activated from multiple, uh, well, essentially from a single location, but it's operated outside of Newington, Connecticut. These W1AW portables for the uh, volunteers on the air event, um, it sounds like it's been a, a really great way to um, not only uh, utilize the resource that that uh, we have in all of these volunteers all over the country, folks who um, are elected to the board, folks who are elected to section manager positions um, after stepping up to run. Um, and in the, the honor of being selected to be W1AW, there, there is, of course, an element of volunteering in there um, to devote your time to put it on the air. So. It all goes back to the year of the volunteers, I guess. It does, and if you think about it in the, in the big picture, you know, taking a 30,000 foot view, this is all about the volunteers. And so as these volunteers get on the air, celebrate the contribution they make to amateur radio and to the American Radio Relay League, um, they're able to uh, display their uh, support of the organization and then along the way, W1AW portable stations add additional excitement to that whole activity. Yeah, they sure do. I remember chasing the W1AW portables uh, during the centennial in 2014. It was a lot of fun. So, well, it, it sure sounds like VOTA is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. Um, everyone needs to make sure they're on the air, making those contacts. I'm hoping to get a station together and hand out my 75 points. Um, so, Bob and Bart, where can folks go um, on the web to get more information about this event? So you've got a couple of active links. Yeah. You can go to our main website and um, drill down through the pages from on the air to the actual link that says volunteers on the air. You can go to www.arl.org forward slash volunteers hyphen uh, on hyphen the hyphen air. You can go to the same link at slash VOTA. And finally, you can go to VOTA.ARL.org. Okay, so there are a few ways to get in there and mm -hmm. get all the information you need, all the rules, all the parameters. Um, there's yeah. a, a list of uh, all the point values up there, too. The point values, yes. the activation schedules are up there, uh, Q&A for those who are on the air. Um, also, uh, there's discussion about how do I, again, report or recognize that I've worked W1AW. Um, all participants are encouraged to upload the logbook of the world. 
Uh, the W1AW stations and the volunteers are the primary means to do that. There isn't QSLs for this event. Now, some of the local W1AW stations might do it. But um, this is a Logbook of the World uh, QSLing event. Well, it sounds like it's off to a great start so far. And uh, I know we're all looking forward to seeing how it, it goes over the balance of the year. We are as well. We look forward to talking to you again about it. Yeah, yeah well, thank you for joining me today, Bob and Bart. And the On the Air podcast will be back in March with the material from the March-April issue of the magazine. For now, 73.